0: I, okay. had,
1: uh, I had I uh, had just saved all of these questions uh, on the blog uh, only, okay. Just refreshed and all the questions gone. Ah, I can understand <laughs> the brain <laughs> I, yeah. 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 I have my memory to rush through then whatever I have. So, can we begin? You have 15-20 sure. sure. minutes, no? Huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Tell me i okay. okay. Super. So, you know, uh, I think the first interaction uh, went well and uh, I, I summed up all of those points okay. and, and uh, listened to it uh, back and forth. But I felt that uh, there were certain things that I had in mind uh, overall that I missed. So maybe I'll take that up this time. Sure, sure. So, uh, starting from, uh, you know, uh, so for example, what, what uh, was my personal uh, motivation? <laughs> There is something okay. in regards to, you know, finance, personal finance and, and, you know, possibly, I mean, so this, uh, this would be more towards, so I think in the first part we, whereas we covered the personal journey and the personal, uh, you know, the inside out approach, maybe right. this, this is the one in which we go outside and then, uh, you know, figure out uh, the other puzzle. Uh, pieces. Okay. So I just wanted to understand uh, more technically about the profession that you're in, more, okay. uh, more, uh, you know. So just maybe obviously we can't dwell into the details, but just, just uh, broadly outlining uh, uh, the, the details around uh, your profession, your take on uh, you know, finance, personal finance, and, and how uh, people should really look at it. And uh, obviously through the book, we understand that there is a seriousness of explaining or conveying this whole subject to the kids as well. But yeah. if we were to just lay out to, you know, some other folks, uh, I mean, the the... The ones in between, uh, you know, not not so young and not so old. Maybe you know the college goers. Right, right, right. So maybe we can start from uh, your professional journey and laying out some importance on, uh, you know, what you figured out as the importance of finance and personal finance. Right, right.
0: Uh, okay. So uh, the first part, you want me to talk to you about what I pro- do professionally. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Right.
2: right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that. um so yeah so you know as, as i mentioned uh you know in my previous conversation i was with Yeroda even before it was called Zeroda.
2: Hmm.
0: and uh but officially you know more formally i joined Zeroda about uh four and a half years ago right I, I the initial few days few months maybe about a year year and a half I concentrated only on developing uh, the education uh, portal Varsity, right? So Mm -hmm. all my time efforts was uh, going towards, uh, you know, building this product, building this uh, platform and, you know, trying to achieve whatever was the uh, end objective for Varsity, right? But over time, you know, as the company grew, I my hands are in quite a few uh, places. Yeah. So, one of the, you know, <laughs> more recently, you know, I mean, see, we, we are still a growing organization and we are still, yeah. you know, evolving and it's, it's very hard to put a designation, very hard to put a job profile and say, you will do only this. Yeah. So, that happens in a well-developed bank, like, say a quota or a sure. Right. Um, anyway, is, uh I which is a more evolved form, but, but we are still growing, we are still experimenting, we are still uh, trying out new, you know, product and stuff.
2: Sure.
0: So given that uh, I've made a Uh, A couple of product developments, uh, for example, the new system uh, platform. Mm -hmm. Then we also have an incubator called Matter. So I kind of, you know, uh, talk to startups, talk to, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, try and see what they're trying to do, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, kind of see if we have a player there. So and more recently, we are developing an NBFC platform, uh, which is on the credit side. Mm-hmm. So we intend to give out loan against the shares that you hold. Okay. Right. So that's a completely different ball game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and none of us at Jeroda come from, you know, typical lending background. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn and trying to develop and, uh, put it out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So I'm, I'm pretty active in there as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, another product that we are working on is, uh, is an app that, uh, for education related. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very actively involved in that project as well. the mm-hmm. app, so app, I miss you it. App, right? It's, it's on uh it's it's an extension of varsity right okay. oh. anyway, so hmm. i'm 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 playing a role there as well hmm. so it's it's very uh you know um uh, it's it, it's not structured like you would find it in an in process um hmm. those evolved forms. Hmm. so you know <laughs> still work as a team and uh and a uh, kind of uh, responsibilities have spread across these things. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Recently, you saw IDFC and Bharoda have uh, come up with a you know tie-ups. I was kind of involved in the whole conversation. Uh, mm-hmm between the bank and uh, the firm here. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, uh, as you can see and, you know, imagine, it's just a diverse set of activities. Oh, that right. I do. I right, So, so it's very really hard to put, uh, you know, uh, structure to the work environment, etc. So that's what I do. And uh, personally, I'm most excited about uh, the MBS piece that they're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they're something new and uh, have mm-hmm. a lot of potential. And uh, India, I think the audience still have a lot of upside for credit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be a business uh, uh, um, worth building, right? So I'm I'm very excited about that. So hmm. that's what I do professionally. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed your second part of the question.
1: Something around uh, the personal finance, right? You know, what's your take on it? And uh, oh, sorry, on the personal finance. Okay, so see, I can
0: again talk about uh, my experience and what I can infer from this. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest secrets uh, you know, personally on a financial um, uh, planning or financial, uh, you know, financial planning per se is that I didn't start very early. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Right, so I don't know if you've heard about the story about three sisters. So where the father gives a certain amount of money uh, uh-huh. to each, you know, equal amounts of money to each of the sisters, uh-huh. uh, each of his daughter, and uh, he kind of forces them to save. So different uh, child saves at a different, uh, you know, um, period of their life, uh-huh. and and the and the end result is very different. I'll probably share that story with you. Okay, but, right. uh, uh, yeah, but but the end go, but the end summary is this. Uh, the sooner hmm. you start the more hmm. time you give for your money to work for you Okay. and better is the compounding effect of money right right yeah, right so starting to save from let's say 35 years onwards uh-huh. versus starting to save from 25 is a huge difference All
1: right. All right. right. So i was yeah, in fact, but uh, this was one of the other points you know so, so uh, we we usually hear about this compounding effect uh, and like yeah. you know but uh, maybe you I mean story well and uh, good uh, but but any of your personal takes personal examples or some other things uh, which you can uh, share on this compounding effect yeah
0: oh you see uh, okay so first and foremost thing is uh, you need to start early I regret not starting early Mm -hmm. I started uh, you know relatively late Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and uh, but the thing is um, Although I started late, uh, I kind of stuck to my, uh, let's say, so there are two parts uh, to this. One is building your core uh, equity portfolio, which can be made of stocks and Mm -hmm. uh, mutual funds. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but for the larger majority, uh, you know, mutual funds is a very relatable uh, product, Mm -hmm. right? So... One thing I did when was uh, I started, uh, although I started late, I stuck to my, uh, you know, SIPs, uh, small little SIPs that I started uh-huh. long ago, right? Long, really long ago. Uh, for example, uh, the Sundram Mutual Fund, Root uh, uh-huh. Cap Mutual Fund, okay? That was one of the SIPs I started long ago. Uh-huh. Not much, just 5,000 rupees per month, but I've done that close to about 12 odd years now. Actually, mm. continue that society, and uh, and I think the CAGR on that is close to about twenty-two percent, twenty-three percent, right? Uh, on the uh, on a CAGR basis, so so you can imagine the uh, kind of uh, you know wealth it has generated. Although you know, I, I obviously uh, you know when I started, I didn't have much corpus to spare, mm. but uh, but still, you know, five thousand, a simple amount of five thousand rupees mm. for twelve odd years has grown fantastically well.
2: Hmm.
0: So, only regret is you know, uh, I should have probably done that way earlier and should have probably increased uh, hmm. uh, the amount uh, to, you know, whatever best I could. Hmm. But uh, but the situation was different back then. I okay. think that was all that I could uh, afford then. Hmm. But, but, this one thing has had a profound impact on uh, my savings. It was, that was a validation of uh-huh. the long-term investing people talk about. Uh-huh. It, it was a validation of how compounding kicks in. Uh-huh. So, so you know, the biggest takeaway for me was to make a plan and stick to it. So over time, my SIPs have uh, increased. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it, it's no longer 5,000, but it has increased to a, uh, Fairly okay amount, hmm. and uh, irrespective of what happens uh, in the market, like right? volatility or hmm. uh, volatility is the very nature of market.
2: Hmm. You
0: need to understand that, and hmm. you know I keep sticking, uh, I keep ensuring that uh, you know that SIP still continues. I don't break it, hmm. and and I've seen <coughs> and I see that you know there is uh, you know benefit out of the whole thing, the whole experience. Hmm. Right, so another you know very important uh, part is most people end up thinking that you know whatever income you get mm-hmm. you know, so you first adhere to you know first you know um, service all your expenses mm-hmm. and then whatever is left you save, so income minus expense is equal to saving is what most of the people uh, think
2: mm-hmm.
0: but. Uh, you know, if you work with that kind of equation, that kind of mindset, Hmm. you'll never be able to, um, you know, uh, work towards wealth creation. Hmm. So you'll have to alter that equation. So income minus your saving should be spent. Hmm. It's not not income minus expense. It's actually income minus saving is equal to expense. Hmm. So I was fortunate enough to understand this at all, you know, fairly, you know, at least about eight, nine years ago, so I kind of mm-hmm. stuck to that principle. I, I, I try and need a very, you know, um, conservative frugal kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I, it's just it's all about delaying your consumption, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: instead of consuming today I'm trying to consume at a later point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So then
1: it really works, it really, really works all Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> Also, I read somewhere, you know, that uh, there's, there's a way to make uh, 1.5 PR, you know. Mm-hmm. You to make 1.5 PR somewhere uh, oh. in your article.
0: One, oh, yeah, I think that's, uh, you must be referring to that article. Uh, Entrepreneur India. Sorry? Uh, Entrepreneur India. Correct. Uh, so, Entrepreneur's I magazine, yeah. For, exactly. because, yeah, I think the whole argument was you know if you can save uh, I think 75 rupees I forget the numbers uh-huh. but you know that uh, that ki- that money you would otherwise spend at a Starbucks uh-huh. for a cup of coffee if you can just save that uh, and you know uh-huh. save that small little uh, money every day and you know uh-huh. you do an SIP uh-huh. so achieving uh, 1.5 year is not a big deal so that, yeah. that was the yeah so I think that was the context okay, you know, the was... Line. yeah it's Again, falls back on the principle of, okay. uh, you know, uh, principle of systematic investment and stuff like that. That's right, right. Yeah, yeah. That is
2: interesting. <laughs> yeah. So
1: apart yeah. from this, you know. Uh, <clears throat> uh,
2: just one here. Yeah. One second.
1: Yeah. So apart from this, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. apart Mm -hmm. from the personal finance bit, uh, what are the uh, you know other uh, and obviously varsity, for example, varsity is a great source for uh, knowledge uh, for the you know side. Yeah. What are some other references that uh, you have referred to in your past? uh, Some other Uh, platforms.
0: Mostly, the the references come from uh, from you know the, the. excuse me, the classic uh, books on markets or uh, finance.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And, uh, you know, these books have had a certain impact uh, on my own learning. And I've kind okay. of uh, mentioned it, uh, you know, wherever uh, applicable. For example, if you're talking about fundamental investing, uh-huh. I think One Up on Wall Street from Peter Lynch has, uh, is fantastic. So, what's book? One Up on Wall Street Wonderful. by Peter Lynch. Uh-huh. Yeah so that's a fantastic book, right? Okay. So and and it's very relatable. You need not have to be a financial analyst to make okay. calls like how Peter Lynch, uh, you know, made for fidelity. Okay. Um, and that that was uh, what he tries to explain in the book. Hmm. And anybody can just pick up that book and uh, and you know, end of it, you'll realize that stock picking is not actually. Uh, a lot of financial jugglery, but it's more of common sense. That's right. So, right. Yeah, right. so that was uh, a book that had a you know, significant impact then I think options trading mm-hmm. uh, options pricing and volatility was a book by uh, Sheldon Mattenberg okay. so that that was uh, again you know uh, something that influenced me quite a bit mm-hmm. so that drew me to the whole options world and uh, you know various uh, strategies and experiments I did I think I owe it all to that uh, one book right okay. so that was another book when. And uh, I think uh, uh, <sighs> Uh, uh, when the genius failed by uh, Louis Blumstein,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, is another great uh you know book on risk management.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it 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 talks about this firm called uh, Long Term Capital Management LTCN okay. and how the best minds in the industries got together to form this company called LTCN
2: okay.
0: and uh, how miserably they failed okay. simply because uh, they addressed all aspects of trading except for risk management. Okay. Right, so I think that's a very, very fascinating and uh, interesting uh, book on risk management. I think everybody should uh, read that. Okay. Yeah, right. So that that one had a impact. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, uh, Steve Neeson's book on candlestick patterns mm-hmm. uh, that got me started with uh, you know trading and all that stuff. So that that's also a very important book. So yeah, I mean uh, wherever I you know I thought uh, it's necessary necessary to drop these references I've done that uh, in Varsity. So but yeah on top of mind these are some of the books that uh, hmm. that really had a you know uh, impact. Hmm. Yeah. So this this last uh, book that you put? Uh, uh Steve Steve Neeson's uh um, Neeson.
1: com- nice. Okay, <laughs> okay
0: on canistic uh, patterns. Okay, canistic patterns. Okay. Yeah.
1: Correct. So I think uh, you know those those are interesting things. In fact, uh, I was myself uh, trying to read the Intelligent Investor, and one of the first things that I read there was uh, the uh, example of Newton failing on the stock market. <laughs> so uh, you know that yeah. was that was a very good example to understand how. You know, but, uh Even I think uh, Graham's book on intelligent invest the, the book Intelligent Investor is a great book. Yeah.
0: But uh, personally, I thought you know if, if you can read Peter Lynch's book first. Okay. Uh, you know because that will draw you your attention, your focus on uh, the
1: investment world. Okay. <coughs>
2: which,
1: when, when the, the, <coughs> which is uh, when the genius failed? That's Sorry. Yeah. Which book uh, did you mention? Right?
0: Peter is one-up on Wall okay. Street. Okay,
1: okay. Well, I'm on
0: it's Wall Street. An, yeah, it's an easy read. It'll boosts okay. your confidence.
2: All right, all
0: right. And it'll kind of, uh, you know, uh, revert you in the, uh, towards the investing world. Okay. Once you, once you have that mindset, then I think it's better off to read uh, okay. uh, Graham's book on Intelligent Investor. Okay. Because the thing is, if you start directly with Graham, then, uh, mm-hmm. because he gets a little technical and all that stuff. Right. Sure. So there's a scope for, to get demotivated and, and it's a pretty huge book. Uh, Used with a lot of yeah. old data.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, You need to develop a certain mindset before
1: reading Graham's book. So you've you told, uh, you told five books. So you, uh, the sequence would be What Up On Wall Street yeah, and one of See, uh, if if you were, if you ask me to sequence these, hmm. I think one up on Wall
0: Street is uh, probably uh, will be the first in the list. Hmm. Then would be when the genius failed. Okay. Right. Hmm. Then uh, auction pricing and volatility. Uh, then uh, which one? Yeah, auction pricing and volatility by Sheldon Mackenberg.
1: Okay. Auctions pricing, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, would be, yeah, Steve Neeson's book on candlestick pattern. Okay, and last would be intelligent investors. Yeah. But these are you know uh, these are across the spectrum like uh, intelligent investor and uh, one up on Wall Street is on the investing side.
2: Right. The
0: other books are on the trading side. So okay. usually people stick to either trading or investing. Okay. But I've had interest in both the areas, so okay. I end up reading these. But okay. not uh, all would be you know either they would be staunch long-term investors or they would be active traders. So, right. Right. Yeah, So this kind of uh, this list I. This is both the types of, you know, okay. uh, nice. uh, in market
1: participants. Super, I think that that is, uh, yeah. any other blog blogs or something that you follow?
0: The blog per se, uh, I, I've read uh, the Safan Niveshik blog uh, a bit. Which? I Sorry. think the Safan Niveshik blog, he focuses only on um, the long-term what is it? investment. What is it, what is it spelled as? Safal S A S
1: A L Safal Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, Vishal Kandelwal.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Uh, I've read his blog. Yeah, I huh? think it's, it's uh, he's doing a fantastic job.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, um, yeah, apart from that, I don't know if I've read anything. Um, okay. Actively, you know. Right,
1: right, right. I think this is a yeah. good, good yeah. resource.
0: Yeah, and I think Deepak Shana Capital Mind has uh, an interesting blog as well. Uh-huh. Deepak Shanoi, Deepak Shanoi's Capital Mind Uh is also quite interesting.
1: Okay, (laughs) that's right. So that covers books and blogs and uh, whatever. I mean, you know, any other uh, source of knowledge or uh, guidance for me. You know, so I think uh, so. For example, for a retail investor per se, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, for a retail investor. Uh, well, yeah, uh, also, I
0: think uh, another blog that I have to mention is uh, the Fundu Professor by um, Professor Sanjay Bakshi. The How called it? Uh, Fundu Professor okay. by, uh, by Sanjay Bakshi. Okay. I think his blog is uh, one of the most interesting blogs. Okay. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, uh, he's not an avid blogger, you know, regular blogger like uh, the others that I've mentioned.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But mm-hmm. whenever he puts up anything, it's uh, mm-hmm. the arguments are made so well and it's so captivating. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, super interesting.
1: Okay. I think I bounced upon his website uh, uh, sometime yeah. back, which was <coughs> a... Whole whole lot of you know I think uh, in itself a uh, complete uh, book and uh, yeah, you know knowledge is he, he's
0: an institution. He an institution. Yeah, yeah that's what, exactly exactly that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of things uh, I, I've learned a lot from him. All oh, right, nice. from nice. his law, yeah. All oh, right, nice,
1: nice, nice. So coming yeah. back to uh, one another question, since you know Giraja uh, also uh, deals into it, and uh, what what could be your uh, maybe some piece of advice to retail investors? Sorry? Uh, your piece of advice to retail investors?
0: Uh, developing a long term mindset is extremely crucial. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of people uh, re overreact to market volatility. Uh-huh. So I'm talking only about retail long-term investors, right? Uh-huh. So if you're a trader, then it's warranted. But if you're uh-huh. a long-term investor, if you know you've invested in the right businesses, uh-huh. then it could be sort of uh, uh, very unwarranted to react to these extreme volatilities.
2: Okay. okay.
0: Right. So volatility is the very nature of market and. Um, you need to you need to understand that. So and and especially if you've bought into good businesses, uh-huh. use volatility as a you know as a tool to you know uh, buy more or invest more. Uh-huh. So but you know overreacting, especially I mean I'm saying this more so because we are in those times right now as we speak. Right, right. Like, uh, the markets falling and you know people are panic selling. It's absolutely not. Uh, warranted and in fact wealth is created only when you buy under such circumstances nobody's made money by buying at a high price and uh, you know hmm. uh, waiting for the right price to sell that doesn't happen so okay. these are times to actually go out and buy okay. uh, as a, uh, not all stocks are worthy but that, yeah. that diligence is up to you on how you yeah. you know figure out which one is a good stock or it could if it's not stock even mutual funds right hmm. so these, these are times to uh, interesting times to make good lump sum
1: investments mm. and any such uh, knowledge sources for retail investors to follow or some guidelines i don't know uh, no i think all these laws that i
0: mentioned uh, including varsity i think they are all good sources okay so these are all sources yeah, so
1: yeah. possibly a retail investor can go back and differ yeah. yeah that's pretty interesting and uh you know what else i mean tell me something which uh you might not have shared. I mean, obviously, I understand the person generally was something. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, uh, yeah
0: I think the, initial, the first conversation I've had, I think that is, <laughs> you know, whatever I've shared, is, right. I've not shared that with anyone, hmm. so, yeah, as part of it, uh, I don't know, if there's anything more
1: okay. that has happened. So, any, any message for, uh, you know, so, like I said, any message for young entrepreneurs, you know, so, like I said, you know, a lot of these uh, young entrepreneurs, not non finance background, you know, they jump into uh, raising funds and everything and learning on the go. So yeah, I, I I don't
0: know if I would be the right person to uh, you know advise on entrepreneurship. I've i not been a successful no. I mean,
1: what I'm saying is uh, for them to make a note on terms of you know finance or something. Uh, maybe. Uh, oh, okay, that way. Yeah. yeah. So because um, see, mostly, mostly uh, when we talk of startups, these are mostly. Tech-driven ventures, and these are uh, these are mostly techies, engineering background <coughs> students. A few of them now coming from the B schools uh, who have <coughs> a decent finance knowledge. But these uh, techies, you know, usually have a non-finance background, and then they end up raising funds. I don't know. I yeah. mean, uh, what would be? A, and I personally know a few entrepreneurs who have a complete non-finance background. And right. have several
0: so, yeah. yeah, one of the key things in financial services is building trust. Hmm. So you could have uh, the tech capabilities, you could have the uh, you know the, the VC funding to uh, drive the growth, but uh, eventually, what all these platforms have to develop is the trust component,
2: hmm. right?
0: So and trust can be developed only by being transparent, and that means, in fact, that's exactly what we've done at Genova also, right? Hmm. We've been extremely transparent and uh, you know all our charges the way we run the business our the business model per se
2: mm. everything
0: is transparent and uh, that transparency has helped us gain the trust mm. so today you know all the transactions happen we do close to about 8 to 10% of exchange turnover mm. and that happened only because people trust us with their money
2: mm.
0: right everything else is secondary mm. so people have businesses have to be transparent uh, about mm. how they're making money what they intend to do mm and people respect that mm. and with that respect you also get the trust mm.
1: right
0: so i think that's that according to me is the single most important oh. factor correct, correct 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 so that yeah. is
1: something which applies to all the cost, uh, to yeah. do you know, assuming,
0: <laughs> and i think the 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 way things are running these days it's, it's all tech right, right. so you this do you know, assuming you have the tech committee
1: so um. yeah nice 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 and and uh, any any messages for the youth? I I got one there when you said you know start investing saving early. Yeah, uh, what I, else? I think
0: uh, I think starting early and
1: um you know, ensuring you stick to your plan.
0: These two are I mean if you've got these two things sorted then I think pretty much everything else will fall in place. Mm.
2: So
0: not not reacting to short term noises in the market. Hmm. So sticking to your plan is, um, you know, what will really drive you towards the wealth creation part.
1: So out of Hmm. these projects, the products, new products, projects that you are running, any questions that you have in your mind which you want to be addressed? uh, uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. say that again, Amit. So out of the new products that you are running, the new projects (laughs) that you are undertaking at uh, Zerodaha, are there any, uh, you know... uh, Questions in your mind that possibly you might want uh, them to be answered from the millennials or from young entrepreneurs? uh, This is your incubation center or or, Uh, uh, any other uh, inquisitions? Nothing
0: that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, right. I think that uh, gives me a context on the second bit of it. So maybe, you know, I can just... uh, house back and hopefully not trouble you again. No no, no, problem, no problem. No problem. So yeah, yeah, yeah largely I think you know the uh, overall story is uh now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with me. Yeah. So I should be now sure. uh, able to send you some sure. totality. Total okay, thank sure. you so much uh Karthik time. And uh, you. I'll get back shortly. Yes. Thanks. Sure. Sure. Thank Have you. a good day. cheers. Bye.